to Girls Gone Wad. This is Joy. And this is Claire. This is episode 294. This episode is sponsored by UnpluggedFloatEssentials.com. You can support the podcast by supporting UnpluggedFloatEssentials.com. The discount code is GGW. Get a gift for yourself for the holidays, pre-post holidays, 2019 treat for yourself because the holidays were not stressful. I mean, maybe they were stressful. 2018 was just stressful. You know, let's just, just take a bath and relax. 2018 right off <laughs> with a nice, some nice CBD bath salts. Oh, they're so lovely. So yeah, you can support the podcast by supporting UnpluggedFloatEssentials.com. Discount code GGW. Thank you guys so much for supporting us this year. Um, this is our last episode of 2018. We're just going to have a good old celebration. So thank you guys so much, so much for allowing us to do this every year. Um, and however you support us, whether that be downloading the episode every week, subscribing, leaving reviews, emailing us, just taking the time to let us be a part of your lives. It means a lot to us. So thank you. I can't believe we're here. Here, uh, here we are again. <laughs> time happens. Seven, time happens. <laughs> um, well, speaking of celebrations, I do want to touch briefly on our episode 300 party because... This kind of yes. happened because of the Alamo Draft House idea that I was like, we really need to have a party again. I really want to have this party at Alamo Draft House, with, which is a movie theater, uh, has a chain of movie theaters. In, with like a full restaurant and a full bar, not full restaurant, but yeah, like a full kitchen and a full bar. Full bar, full kitchen. It's so cool. And they have a couple of them that opened in the past five years in Denver and I just love this place. It's just got a good vibe. And I always see the really cool events that they do around town. And I saw one recently with another podcast that kind of hosted an event there. So I reached out and um, talked to them. And it just it just kind of fell into place. And Claire was like, why don't we do this as our 300 episode party? And I was like, <gasps> okay. So <laughs> we're aiming for the 27th. I'm real scared Claire's going to just like be birthing a child at the party. I, I mean, to be honest with you, I would be thrilled to miss this party for for going into labor early. Yeah, so, I know. Claire was like, if this if this party puts me into labor, I'll be so happy. I'll be so happy. <laughs> and then we'll really be able to name her Regina George. Yeah. Because um, we're going to watch Mean Girls. Exactly. At the, at the party. You know what we should do is just like make it mandatory that everyone hugs you at this party. Oh, God. Because no, that'll I don't just... I want to go into labor from discomfort, from like emotional discomfort that no actually that like can stall labor okay don't if hug you're Claire. feeling nervous and yeah threatened. really okay then then don't let's not make Setting her up feel... a perimeter i'm gonna have a velvet rope um we I'm can just ha- look at you and wave from afar I, you're gonna I'm be like gonna a wax brandon figure there. brandon's gonna be my surrogate hugger okay so i'll be like imagine i'm hugging you and brandon will hug you brandon's oh, a better hugger than me anyway so there you go that's great. Perfect. That is great. So um, as we are recording this episode, we haven't nailed down every single detail, but the plan is that we will be uh, having it at the Alamo Draft House near Sloan's Lake on Colfax if you're in Denver. Um, there's another one in Littleton. It's not that one. It's the one on Slo- in Sloan's Lake, um, Colfax Avenue. And uh, it'll be at 3 o'clock, 3 to 6 p.m. on Sunday, January 27th. We will be doing a podcast first, and then we will be w- watching Mean Girls. And we only have the theater for three hours, so it starts right on time and ends right on time. So this is not like a come and go type of scenario. I mean, you can come and go. You're just going to miss all. You're going to miss a lot of fun, and maybe cupcakes and treats. We're going to have a taco bar. Uh, it, it's going to be so, such a great time. So really mark your calendars. Save the date, January twenty seventh, three p.m. 
I mean, I'm seeing people starting to talk about like flying in for it, which is real exciting. That would be really cool. I know we need. Oh, also, I mean, there. So there is a limit on the amount of people that can yeah. come because it is. So we're going to sell tickets for theater. it. So we will have. Um, yeah. So if you are booking a flight for this, please email us, and we will make sure you get on the list prior, like get access to getting yeah. tickets to it prior. We'll give you priority to ticket selection. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's our fun news for 2019. Starting off with a bang. Yeah. I, I, Guys, uh, oh. also, can we talk about our the name that we came up with? <gasps> yeah, you want to disclose this already? <laughs> well, just, I feel like people like we've Let's been alluding it. to this. Yeah, I know. I hate it when people do this. Like I know. And I know. Like I, I can't. I tell have you something yet, special. Thing, it's yeah. coming up. There's no reason for us not to tell you because we're the only ones with any skin in this game. It's not yeah. like our publisher or something. We don't have right. a publisher. Spoiler nope. alert: This is not a book. Um, so. We've been eluding over just kind of the last couple of weeks, but we've been working on this forever yep. to this program that we wanted to do. And we were like, well, we can't think of a name for it. And so we thought of a name for it. Now I'm nervous. Now I'm like, do I say it? Don't steal our name. It's called the the Health Base Camp. Mm-hmm. And it is based on, no pun intended, the um, Mindful Body Challenge that we did last year in partnership with Lurong. Living. Um, I think it was like two years but, ago. No, it was just, it was only one year ago. What? It just feels like a thousand years ago. Yeah. It feels like a thousand um, years but ago. The, the, but Mindful Body is trademarked by someone else. Yes. <laughs> so we had to change the name. Mm-hmm. And we were having a really hard time coming up with it. But this is our, our name that we came up with because it's like base camp is where you like get your shit together before you go out on a long journey. And that is our vision for this program for you for your health is that you spend some time like really sitting down and getting clear on why being healthy is important to you, what being healthy even means for you. And then you can go out in your life and exactly. move on. Yeah, and so, be prepared because be prepared. We want to yes. ha- want we want you to have a firm foundation to where when yes. you're kind of being hit with all these things with social media and all the new diets, and especially in 2019, January hits and everyone's kind of like selling all their products and you know get healthy yeah. for the new year. And we just feel like this is something that you can you always want to have this strong foundation and like this this home base that yes. you can base your decisions off of and go, okay, is this in alignment with what I truly feel with my foundation of health? Yes. So we will be releasing this program as soon as we get our shit together <laughs> enough to make it look good. And hopefully that will be in January because I'm probably not going to get a lot done in February. No. Um. So keep an eye out. It is not out yet. If you're listening to this, like, where do I get it? Don't message us and ask, where do I get it? It's not out yet. <laughs> yeah. We will be sure that you are aware you of when it's out. all know. Yeah. So we're really excited about it. We hope you're really excited about it. It is also going to be the like base program. Again, base just keeps coming up. The like baseline of the program or the the like basic program is going to be free. Yeah. And then you can like buy stuff on top of it. If like if you are a super self motivated person, then the free version will be great for you. And if you want a little extra Joy and Claire to help you get through it, then that'll be a couple dollars. Yeah. That'll be great. And you guys can support us that way. So that's the plan. Thanks for, for your patience with that. I know it's been forever and ever. Yeah. Well, they don't know it's been forever and ever because we only just started talking about <laughs> it. As far as they know, this is a brand new idea we just had and are throwing it together very quickly. Oh. Um, okay. What other announcements? Any other so, housekeeping? Well, no housekeeping, really. But I've been watching a lot of Jonathan Van Ness ice skating videos on Instagram. 
and it makes I w- me feel like it's gonna like the, it's gonna be okay. He always makes me feel like it's gonna be okay, along with Insta Goldens. So right up there yeah, with well. Insta Goldens is Jonathan Van Ness. Now his account is so good and so wholesome and so pure, and just the commitment he has to learning how to ice skate. I know. It's like he has lived his whole life just idolizing Michelle Kwan. And then one day, as like a 35-year-old flamboyant gay man, he was like, F that. I'm going to learn how to freaking figure skate. I'm just going to learn how. I'm not going to. No more shall I be admiring from afar. I am putting on my leg warmers and my ice skates. And I'm mm -hmm. getting out there at the New York City YMCA with like the kids with the little scooter things on the ice so great i feel like it's super in alignment like i'm just i'm just eye to eye with you jonathan van ness with the my year of like raising the bar and raising my expectations because it's like he just decided that he was gonna go for something really scary ice skating is no joke like you can see how much he's progressed like even in three months where he was like barely even moving on skates and just the intent and the determination on his face is so cute. So he was on Jimmy Kimmel recently. I don't know if you saw that clip. Oh, Everyone's I did see been it sending nine hundred people tagged us, <laughs> which is great. I love the people tagged us in that because yeah. they know how much we love Jonathan uh, Van Ness. And the other thing that we loved that you all tagged us in, but you can stop tagging us now, is the Rachel McAdams breastfeeding pic. Yes, that was amazing as well. Amazing, mm-hmm. but you can stop. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, JBS. the other thing that's gone viral is the photo of Michelle Obama with those like thigh high, oh amazing glitter boots. Oh, so my God. How would you even get those on? You would need a team. You need a team, but she's got a team. And man, so those looked good. I was I didn't even know something that beautiful could exist. And I didn't even know. So, yeah, I was like, are those boots? Are they leggings? It looked like they were leggings, but they're thigh high. But her dress was pretty high too, so I was like, "Those yeah, are her, like yeah, way up there." Yeah, it was a high cut dress. Yeah, they were way up there. They sure were. Go, you go, Michelle. You Obama. go, Michelle Obama. I feel like she's her style is evolving because now that she's not in the White House, she can well, kind of be you, a little more. Yeah. Did you read like her interview actually with Sarah Jessica with no. SJP? Uh-uh. She was saying she was talking about that. She oh. was like, "When I was in the White House." As a black woman, like I knew that I couldn't be too trendy, but I also, you know, would be criticized for being too drab. And so I had to like, there was this tiny little window where I could exist with my clothes. Right. And she was like, now the pressure's off. That's not, I mean, like this is uh, paraphrased. Right. But she was like, now the pressure's off and I can wear Wear whatever I want. I know for ours. They were like like, hologram. Hologram. Oh, anyone who doesn't know what we're talking about, just please Google Sarah Jessica Parker, Michelle Obama interview when she did her live event. I'm sure it was in New York. But for our event, she had on this white, beautiful blazer with black fringe. Huh? For For our our event. event. Yeah, for ours in Denver. With black fringe on the arms. And it was just so fabulous. It was like Dolly Parton-esque. It was so great. Maybe she was like trying to channel the Western vibe. I think so, which was cute. I think it's cute when people think that Denver's just like super cowboy. I know. (laughs) That's the funniest thing to me about Colorado. People are like, oh, you live in Colorado? Do you like ski to work? Like, where do you think Colorado is? I know. It's so funny. Everyone thinks that doesn't know Colorado thinks it's like constantly snowing. And there's cowboys everywhere and there's pot everywhere. Everywhere, which is I mean, actually kind of true. <laughs> those last two are true. The snowing part, not so much. Yeah, don't tell anyone, but it doesn't actually snow in the front range. Or no. it snows like for one day and then it's 60 the next day. Yeah. 
It's yeah. the best. Winter like, is not winter. Winter's really not winter in Colorado, or at least where we I, live. But yes, uh, Brandon's fam, you know, they live in Wisconsin, obviously, where winter really is winter. Oh God! And I feel bad like, for people no... who live in winter, winter, winter. Like Ugh. I just, I would probably no. Br- just... I mean, Brandon is like, this is why I live in Colorado. Yeah, I could not handle. I can't. I couldn't handle the winters. And so for all of you out there who are like, you don't even know what winter is. I yeah. live in North Dakota. Yeah, we, we hear get you it. And we, we hear you and we are very sorry. And we sympathize with you and we think you should move, frankly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> don't come to Colorado. Are you there? No. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm sure your life is great in North Dakota. Um, so Hate mail. Oh, no. I mean, I've heard great things about North Dakota, actually. My, mm-hmm. my Brandon said my lived there for a long time. Sure. Um, anyway, so <laughs> the point of this is that they were like, there's no snow on the ground. And I was like, yeah, there's not usually snow on the ground. They're like, well, didn't you guys get a big storm a couple weeks ago? And I was like, yeah, but it melted. It melts in like five hours. Like people yeah. don't understand. That. Yeah. <laughs> or like Wisconsin, oh, yeah. you get a big storm in November. That snow is still on the ground in March. Oh yeah, that's a, ugh. No, no, thank, thank you. you. <laughs> no, thank you. Okay, so back to Jonathan Vadness though. So he was on Jimmy Kimmel, and they found this video of him when he was in sixth grade. So you saw this, right? Did you watch it? No. So it's basically, you know, they were talking about his ice skating and Jimmy Kimmel's like, yeah, our staff saw, found a video of you in sixth grade doing a <laughs> an ice skating dance, but it was just in socks on stage. And so, I mean, he was just this cute little pudgy sixth grader doing this dance and he had like a mask on the back of his head and he was just doing these loops and jumps and it was the cutest thing so if you guys haven't seen that just google that it was it'll make your your heart just swell he's just the best and then he does these really funny weather updates with his cat on insta stories so his cat like i can't remember his cat's name it's like willie or something he's like willie's weather report (laughs) he just like has the video on his cat it's the cutest he's so great i love him so much so those are the things i really need right now in my life to be like Things are going to be okay. Things are going to be okay. (laughs) All right. So on that note, um, with heavy things, Claire and I got this really great email that I want to read. Uh, She didn't say not to put her name, so hopefully she's okay with that. (laughs) I was about to say. (laughs) I want to edit that out. She's so great. Well, it's cute because the the title is CrossFit and Politics. Please don't delete. (laughs) And sometimes when we get these emails, my heart skips a beat because I'm like, oh, God, what are they going to criticize us about? Like, oh, God, what are they going to attack us on? Oh, God, I'm about to get yelled at. Yeah, I'm about to get yelled at. Like you're sitting outside the door of the principal's office and you're like, okay, here we go. Here we go. You're like, please don't yell at me. Please don't yell at me. I don't even know you. Did you get called to the principal's office ever? No. But I can imagine that's what it would feel like. I did once when I was in sixth grade for putting cuss words in notes that I was passing back and forth with my girlfriends. (laughs) I was mortified mortified because he like my someone intercepted them and found them and found like all these cuss words and he called me to the office and I will never forget Mr. Mason he was so gracious with me and was just like look I know you're a good kid but he was like so understanding and I will never forget that I like that moment was so traumatizing for me because I was such a goody two-shoes but to experiment with words when you're in sixth grade of like cussing to your girlfriends and notes I was just so embarrassed. He never told my parents. He was just like super understanding. And I'll never forget that. It was like, it meant so much to me. I loved it. Okay. That's a positive principal's office experience. I know. And that was really the only one I had. (sighs) Okay. 
Dear Joy and Claire, I'm a big fan of the podcast and have been an avid follower since the first episode. I even followed both of your blogs before you started the podcast. Now that is dedication. I love how thoughtful and honest you both are about CrossFit health, fitness, and life. And your podcast brings me a lot of happiness. So thank you. I've been meaning to write this email for a while because I feel like this topic is something you would have an interesting and contemplative take on. So here goes. I love CrossFit. I've been doing it for more than seven years. It's changed my whole concept of exercise. I've also met many close friends through CrossFit and it has enhanced my life in numerous ways. I know you both get the gist because you often perfectly articulate my own feelings about CrossFit on a weekly basis on the podcast. I'm not sure if it is the recent shift in politics or the increased sense of uh, partisanship I've felt since 2016, but I feel like lately I'm really noticing how politically divergent I am with most of the CrossFit athletes, founders, and OG people. Every time Dave Castro posts a picture of his guns, I cringe. I just unfollowed his account. I was disgusted to find out that the game's podium athletes received a gun as part of their winnings. I've also become more acutely aware that most of the quote-unquote famous athletes, coaches, sponsors, CrossFit HQ people are white religious conservative, which is fine, but if it weren't for CrossFit, I probably wouldn't follow them or let them into my consciousness. I've also started doing competitions and have found the stereotype to be true even on a more micro level. I feel following athletes and coaches because I love to see what wads they do and their tips for mental preparation. I also love the Dave Castro TDC, she says, posts about uh, around the games, but I hate the fact that my hobby is kind of permeated by these political religious ideals that I fundamentally disagree with. The political situation we're currently in is a huge source of sadness and dismay for me. I recently graduated from law school, worked at the ACLU, love the Constitution, genuinely care about democracy and our country, and I have become much more careful about the types of companies I support and people I want to follow and listen to. I don't mean to infer, but I've gotten the sense that you're both liberal-leaning and would probably care about this too. I guess I'm wondering how to deal with the fact that I love CrossFit and being a part of the CrossFit community while also wrestling with the fact that it is built on these principles and ideals that are so misaligned with what I believe in. I know the answer is as simple as unfollow people who post content you don't like, but I feel this is more pervasive. I think CrossFit is actually founded on principles that are becoming more politically charged in today's political climate. And by that, I mean Second Amendment, conservatism, nationalism. And that just by doing CrossFit, by buying Reebok stuff, going to the games and supporting the sport, I'm directly supporting these ideals. I hope I've explained this clearly. Yeah, this is like such a well-worded email. I hope I've explained this clearly, and I don't mean to speak negatively about groups of people. So I hope that's not what you take away from my email. Sorry for the long-winded email. Sorry if it's too political or abstract. I thought you would be the perfect people to run this by, though. So I would love to hear any thoughts either of you have. Thanks again for taking time to host such a great podcast. I just feel like she covered everything. I just love how she worded this. Yeah, this is such a great example of like bringing up a difficult issue in a good way, in a a sensitive way, and like in a way that's, um, you know, very much like this is my opinion. She's opening a conversation, which is what we talk about all the time is if you're coming at us and saying, blah, 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 I can't believe you posted blah, 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 which happened last week when I posted a stupid book that a friend gave us as like a joke. And it was like shit Trump says, I posted on Insta stories, just like as a laugh, didn't even say anything about like my views. <laughs> it was just a book. 
And someone attacked us and was like, I cannot believe you, da 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 da. And I'm like, I mean, attack is a strong word, but yeah, she, they got uh, very, like, yeah, they got, I, I mean, can't believe you oppose that, you like, know, you're just, being negative, like, you're being negative, like, all these inferences. And I just yeah. was like, look, like, it, that to me, you're not opening any conversation. And second of all, yeah, I realize, you, you know, I, I don't, I don't want to walk on eggshells. I don't feel like that's crossing any line. And I also feel like it's no secret. It's that, no secret. You know, we have been very outspoken, not very outspoken. In fact, I think we have barely been outspoken at all. But we have, you know, made comments and made plenty of comments also over the last two years about, listen, like, if you want a podcast where people are just giving, you know, are not stating their opinions about worldviews, this is not that podcast. Like, if you are looking for somewhere, you know, people are like, I come to your podcast, so I don't have to think about politics. Well, sorry, go to the next episode. You know, listen to one of the other 300 episodes we have out where we're not talking about this. Yeah, I mean, like, um, in, if we're going to continue to have this podcast, we're going to continue to bring up different co- different topics and subjects. And we're, we're going to constantly evolve as humans. And the state of the union and the state of the nation is something that influences us on a daily basis. So sorry, not sorry type of thing. <laughs> this is right, just our lives. Like, well, and I think, too, people are like, you know, stick to fitness. It's like, first of all, this hasn't been a fitness podcast in like two years. So I don't know what you're here for if you think you're getting fitness tips. <laughs> uh, sorry, I, I question ship, your judgment. That ship has sailed. Okay. So anyway, all and also all that to say that we totally acknowledge and recognize that there are people of all on the entire political spectrum who listen to our podcast. Absolutely. And we and, honor you and we love to have conversations with yes, you too. And I have absolutely had very respectful exchanges on Instagram, on email with people who were like, hey, you know, the way that you said this, like, is really alienating to those of us who do support Trump or to those of us who, you know, don't believe in gay rights or, you know, just whatever the the issue might be. And, like, I'm open to that. Like, we don't want to alienate people either. And so, you know, for us, that is constantly the battle and constantly the question and the balance of, like, okay, how can we be true to what we believe without being making everything about politics. Cause I also don't want to, you know, that's not fun for us either. And without, you know, while still making everyone feel like there is a place for me in this conversation with Joy and Claire, if you listened to that email also and thought, wait a minute, you know, she's insinuating that people who aren't liberal don't care about the constitution or whatever. Like, yeah, write us an email. We'd love to hear your side of the story. If not your side of the story, but you know, we'd love to hear kind of your opinions. Also, if you are somebody who also like relates to that and you're like, yeah, you know, it really bothered me too that the games athletes got guns for podium being on the podium. Or if you're like, you know, what's the big deal? Why should, you know, anyway, we would love to hear your guys' reactions to that email. I think this is okay. So I think this is just, Having really good discussion that makes us think is something I'm really passionate about. I never want to go into anything with a right or wrong attitude. I just want to go, help me understand where you're coming from, because we all carry so much different baggage and how we were raised and our viewpoints. And I think it's a really dangerous thing to have any type of really... um, passionate stance without wanting to hear what other people have to say about it. I think that's a really dangerous place to be in. So I think that's why I really wanted to read this email because A, she was very respectful and very articulate with what she wanted to say. And she was opening a conversation that I felt was um, a welcoming conversation. So I'll just kind of riff off of this with like my perspective, because when she named some of this stuff, I was like, whoa, 
I 100% feel the same way. And it's something that I just haven't, I don't know how to, I didn't know how to bring it up. Like, I too have reactions when Dave Castro posts guns. I too have reactions when I found out the games athletes all got, I mean, I was just like, this is, ah, I can't get on board with that. But then I, I go to a place of like, I don't know this is healthy or not, but I'm like, that's their life. Like, this is what we're talking about. Everyone has their rights. Like, sure. But as a leader in the community, I'm not sh- I would be curious of his viewpoint of when he posts that. I'm sure he has like no intention of offending people. But well, I just also, wonder. The guy was a Navy SEAL. Like, exactly. You really cannot exactly. have more training than he exactly. does to operate a firearm. 100%. And I think that that's kind of where my mind goes when I, first of all, I definitely agree with you that at some point I just have to say, you know what? These are adults. Yes. They are living their lives. Yes. And like, I, you know, I may have opinions about that, just like I may have opinions about a lot of things that other people do, but like, it's not a choice I would make and I have to move on. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's not a choice I would make. Yeah. And but it's a good point about like, he has the, mo- he has a, he's was in the military like right. i have a brother in the military i get it like i know that that is a completely different mindset it is your culture it is it's your, your job it's your lifestyle it's like your it lifestyle completely yeah. like he's been around yeah. that forever like it would you know for him to it would be like you know coming over to, to one of our houses and being like why do you have all this fitness equipment you know it's like it's just part of my lifestyle like of course i have that stuff here right right um you know I think however him, it's like yes. i mean yes because you can't like I think he also demonstrates and specifically talking about Dave Castro, I do think he also demonstrates these are the safe ways to use these, these, like weapons. This is the safe way. Like, you know, he's always showing like, like like, his gun, like cases and like the, you know, the shooting ranges he's going to, like, he's not, you know, just shooting it. He's yeah. He's not being an idiot about it. Off the top of his friend's head or something. (laughs) Like, let's hope not. Yeah, let's hope not. But like, you know, you yeah. see those two where right. you're like, what? <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't post it on the Internet. Oh, my God. People are so dumb. Um, uh, so, you know, you're I don't mean that. to laugh, so, but it's true. Like, I, yeah. I get the I truly do get the vibe from especially I'm just using Dave as an example of like he is so qualified to handle a weapon and he's posting it in a way of like this is his hobby his job and in a respectful way like I don't I yeah I don't know I don't I don't get that from him but I also know that there's that feeling of just seeing someone in the CrossFit community as a leader like he he has that background and those qualifications but I can see other people seeing that and being like yeah guns and like being stupid about it you know and kind of taking it out of context so um but I think so then like also her bigger picture thing of like you know I feel like yes clearly the answer is just unfollow people who you you know if that makes you uncomfortable to see it just unfollow them and you know that's the advice I gave the gal who wrote to us and was like this you know you you posting this Trump thing is negative and disrespectful I was like great Feel free yeah, to follow feel free us to if unfollow you feel that us. way. Yeah. And, you know, no hard feelings. And we are the first people to, to say if somebody is posting something that makes you feel uncomfortable. And I'm not saying like unpost, you know, unfollow everyone that whose views differ from you. But like if truly you're seeing something and you're like that really just gives me stress or anxiety or, you know, I like unfollow. Even if that means unfollowing us, we don't want to contribute to your like social media stress. Right. But I also want to just say that uh, hopefully that 
My hope is that we come across with everything that we do with integrity and with positivity and with humor. And I get that maybe posting a silly book about what, you know, shit Trump says was maybe taken as offense, but I see it no different from like, I don't know, people that made fun of Obama when he was, you know, like there's, there's stuff that it's kind of like, it's kind of like silly, kitschy stuff that comes out because politics are so intense and we're in such an intense time that there has to be, I think some kind of like, I don't know, comedic breaks every once in a while to um, have us get through this. And I think it's emotional for some of us, but I, I want to make sure people understand that it's not something that we are ever doing to offend anyone. And especially when we have conversations, we always want people to know that anything that we post is open for discussion. This is, this is not like a putting our flag in the sand saying we're not even going to hear what anyone has to say about it. That's never what we want to be about. And so that's what I think is the difference is that I hope that when people, I mean, and we rarely post stuff like that. I think I was like, even I didn't even think twice about posting that because I was like, oh, it's just silly. It's silly and it's funny. But it certainly got me thinking too of like, yeah, these are discussions that people take very seriously. And this is, you know, politics are is a hot button topic. But just kind of like when we interviewed Chrissy King, it's like hot button topics. Like we have to have more of these conversations because not having the conversations is really just perpetuating the problem. And so if we're not open to other people's views and ideas, like what are we even doing? I mean, that's just, that's, I think that's just a huge problem going on in politics right now is like, no one wants to hear each other. They just want to freaking listen to their own voice. Um, and I think it's been like that in politics, whether it, it was Trump or Obama has. or whoever, like absolutely, politicians are not known for their open-mindedness no. um, necessarily. Yeah. So I think to answer her concern of like, you know, the, the obvious answer is just unfollow people who, you know, who, if I see their stuff, it brings up these feelings. What about the bigger question of if I'm supporting CrossFit, am I supporting the sort of foundations that of this institution that I don't agree with? Mm-hmm. And my initial gut reaction to that is our country was founded maybe on some stuff that I don't agree with. And, I, you know, like if you dig deep enough, there are very few companies or organizations out there that you probably really agree with everything that they stand for. And, you know, you look into like there was all this news, you know, a couple of weeks ago about – um the Wisconsin Republican governor passing all this, all these laws that were going to limit the incoming Democratic governor's rights. And like Walgreens was a huge supporter of that Republican, of those like Republican campaigns. Like, you know, if you dig far enough into it, you're like, crap, like I'm just got, I just bought my prescriptions from a company that whatever. And to me, it's, it kind of comes down to like, what's the battle you're willing to fight? You know, what, is the thing that you want to put your flag in the sand about. And we all have to draw that line in a different place for ourselves. We all, you know, I think some people are a little, like a lot more willing to adjust their lifestyle to like really, you know, like you have the people out there who only buy fair trade clothes, who, you know, will only drive American made cars, probably those aren't two of the same people. But, you know, like there are a lot of people out there who make really go out of their way to make decisions to support their belief systems um, in terms of the economy. And then you have a lot of people, most people out there who are like, you know, I have these beliefs, but I also got to live my life. And for me, it's like, what's the balance in there? Yeah. And I think, 
you know, I don't want to say like just ignore, you know, turn the other cheek and go whatever. Right. Go buy makeup that's been tested on animals. But right. like on the other hand, you do have to live your life. And, mm-hmm. you know, you are entitled, not entitled, but you are, um, you, you know, you should have the ability to find things that are important to you. Like if CrossFit is really important to you and it's changed your life and you've met all these amazing people, I don't feel like that experience is undermined by the foundations of CrossFit. And right. I think, and you know, I think this also comes a little bit from feeling like we know Greg Glassman a little bit where I don't feel like he is super right you know, super conservative. No. I think if anything, he's like pretty libertarian, yeah. which I guess is conservative. But, mm-hmm. you know, I, but I think it just comes down to like you personally, what are you willing to say? You know what? I acknowledge and recognize that there is this component to CrossFit because it's really deeply rooted in the military. It's really deeply rooted in, you know, like Rich Froning was one of the founding members and he's like super conservative, you know, like classic American type of guy. Right. Um, And I think a lot of the culture kind of grew up from that because he was one of the first big advocates for it. Like, but at the same time, if it's really serving you and where, and what you want and what you're looking for. Yeah. I think it's, it's one of those things where it's there. It doesn't have to be one or the other, but I get what she's saying of kind of like, if I'm, I think it's, I think it's just good that she's aware of it. Right. I think it's good to question it. And just like anything, like when we go purchase products, it's like, so where's this coming from? And it's kind of nice to be educated, but you also you have to live your life. So I think you can do CrossFit and obviously they're do, we're doing great things in the community. But I think if you're just aware of things that you maybe you're going, well, I don't want to contribute to this or contribute to this mentality, for instance, um, on a micro level, like there's been gyms where I've seen gym owners post some pretty offensive things on their Facebook page to where I've kind of had to distance myself from those gyms because I don't believe in the owner posting quite offensive things. Like it's it go, it's beyond, um, you know, supporting a company or, uh, or something that's kind of like, oh, well, that has like a conservative tie to it or a liberal tie to it. It's like straight up really intense opinions, political opinions that could be really offensive to people. Well, and look at the and, guy who got the Russell, whoever, who got fired from CrossFit for posting all the stuff about like, you know, in support of a yes. gym who wouldn't host the outlaw. Yes, yes. You know, and, yeah. and cross it coming out and saying, and, you know, I think that that this is another great point. Like, look at the more recent things that CrossFit has been doing, you know, coming out or firing that guy and coming out with support saying, you know, the CrossFit is for everyone. We want everyone to feel like this is a safe space where they can, right. you know, be fit, right. um, you know, allowing transgender athletes to compete, which like that to me is sort of like a pat on the back for something you should have been doing anyway. But yeah, totally. You know, it's an evolution of their of their policies. You know, it seems like they are starting to open up more and more in that sense. Yeah. And I and I also agree with you. And I think like that's what is the um, catch 22, I guess, of the affiliate, not even catch 22, but sort of like the affiliate model is every gym is so different and every gym is is its own business. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, if a gym owner is saying something or coming out publicly to support or not support something that you really don't agree with, then you can very easily just not patronize that business. Right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Not give them your patronage. Yeah. I, so I, I just think it's, um, something that I think it's a good question. I also, 
I, you know, we've said this before, CrossFit needs more diversity. And I do agree that most of the athletes, coaches, sponsors, and CrossFit HQ people seem to be not people of color. And so I think that that's something that is, I think that's, I think about that a lot, quite frankly. And I think that, you know, I'll continue to look for ways that we can have these conversations. And um, I don't know, I don't know what the answer is, but I think it's important discussions to have. So I really appreciate you writing this email and just opening up this conversation. I certainly don't want to do this conversation at your service in, you know, one episode. I think if people have opinions, please write us. Um, so that we can continue to hear what what other perspectives are, because I think this is something we want to keep having, especially in the years to come. Yeah, and it's there's not an answer to it. No, you know, it's not like we can't like wrap this up in a bow. Yeah, Yeah, it's like this is definitely something you need to make a personal decision about and decide, you know, what am I okay with and what am I not okay with, and how can I think about this, you know, in a way that I feel is fair and balanced that either a still allows me to be a part of CrossFit or B ultimately, you know, points me towards the decision that I need to, you know, find something else and right. not support that business. Right. So. Yeah. So I think just one last thing that it made me think of what Chrissy King said too, is just that we need to, if we're looking around and people are saying the same things as us and looking like us, then we need, we're in the wrong room and we need to um, seek out different conversations and maybe they're uncomfortable conversations. But one thing that I really took away from the conversation with Chrissy King as well is that we're not going to do it right. And we may slip up and we may say the wrong things, but then as we have more conversations like this, that can tend to bring up really heavy emotions. And I might say something that's offensive to someone and then they go, this was really offensive. I'm like, okay, so I'm going to do better next time. That's where I want to live my life. And I, I just want to, you know, thank Chrissy King again for that conversation because it really helped me to kind of see where we all can do better in this space. All right. So let's move on and wrap up because it's the end of 2018. And you guys gave us some really cute and lovely ideas for what you're doing on New Year's Day. So I just like to share some of them because I'm super obsessed with people's lives. And I love to know what like people are doing on the weekends. And I love to... This feels like a Today Show segment to me. Does it? (laughs) You know, like, so now here's some fun tips for what to do on New Year's Day. (laughs) (laughs) But they're really good. I know. I'm just, I mean, you know, the Today Show. Yeah. Here's what you can, here's what you can do. We just need to lighten it up just a smidge. Autumn, autumn pizzas your teen will love. (laughs) (laughs) Someone said sushi, which is fantastic. Relax or get really fancy. So someone's either going to sit on the couch or get really fancy. On New Year's Day? Sure. Put on some glitter on New Year's Day. Big walk, nice homemade meal, and chill. Enjoy a good workout and then veg out. I love that people are just kind of like, they'll maybe take a walk, but most of the plans people are like brunch, eating, board games, Joy says, chillin' have zero expectations. When I was a kid living near Philly, it was the Mummer's Day Parade. I need to Google that because I don't know what that is. Can you Google that real quick? (laughs) The Mummer's Day Parade. I always tried to do a mountain bike ride on New Year's Day or something outside, which this person must live in somewhere where it's warmer because I'm super jealous. It's not going to be that warm here. Go see a movie. I've done it every year for the last five or six years. Go for a jog or get some sort of workout in. As a side note, I kind of want to do a little host of a workout at CrossFit J on New Year's Day if people are interested in the local area. I've thought about that. I'm like, that just would be a really fun thing to do with some some girls. 
It's my birthday, so I treat myself for the most extra pedicure ever. <laughs> Happy birthday. Her handle I'd is... I'd love to know what an extra pedicure Yeah, I like. want to know what that means. Her name is Kesarandria. Kesarandria. <laughs> Sound it out, Joy. <laughs> Um, stay in with snacks, drinks, and movies. My mom's always said, whatever you do on the first, you'll always, you'll do all year long. No laundry. (laughs) Yes, walks. So she's like, that's cute. My mom always said, whatever you do on the first, you'll do all year long. That's really, that's a cute one. Hike and maybe nap, hoping the weather on the East Coast cooperates. Sleep in and do a puzzle. I love that people are doing puzzles and board games. That's so cute. Did you see what the Mummer's Day Parade is yet? I mean, I can't really tell like what makes it different from just like, an, it's just a New Year's Day Parade. It's just oh. what it's called. Oh, fun. Okay. According to Wikipedia, though, it has some like, it's been going since 1901. Okay. And has some controversial, um, it's been critiqued for its racist depiction of minority groups. So that's not great. But... <laughs> no. <laughs> That was from 19, the 1960s. Okay. It's, it's probably evolved. Let's Especially hope. the people that wrote us saying that they were going or I, like the opposite of that. We should so. ask. We got to ask Megan and Joel. Yeah, we will. Okay. Does anyone do anything besides hangover recovery? Well, this question I was kind of like, yeah, I don't get drunk on New Year's Eve. So I don't do hangover recovery, which is fine if you get a hangover. But at this point in my life, I just, it feels like shit and I don't want to do that. So I always just. You know, I like to get up early. I'm up early anyway. Eat black eyed peas for good luck. There's a couple of people who eat certain foods for good yeah, luck. Yeah, black on that eyed peas day. are like a thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious about where that comes from. That's really cute. Someone else, Casey said, tradition: Pennsylvania Dutch port and sauerkraut meal for good luck and prosperity. Maybe I need to get on the the good luck food train. I think that's really yeah. cute. I feel like it'd be a good co- if you could co- co- like combine the good luck food. Yeah, and the, this is going to be what I do all year. Mm-hmm. There you go. So you're eating lucky food all year? Yes. Some people are doing, oh my God, one year I got into an accident en route to Star Wars. Hashtag happy new year. (laughs) I love that people like host brunches at their house. Uh, So I think the consensus is eating good luck food, chilling, watching TV and movies. Some people are doing like chores and cleaning out things and purging things. Board games, sleeping, resting. Someone said watching Harry Potter. Someone over one of our Australians friends said going to the beach because it's this hot, hot this time of year. Some people are doing CrossFit. Some people are staying in their PJs. Man, we got some really good ones. Oh, someone's doing the polar plunge, which just sounds so cold. (laughs) And have you ever done a polar plunge? No, have you? Yeah, I did it in college a couple of times. Um, It actually was pretty fun, especially if you do it where they have like hot tubs set up and they have like the whole event. Yeah. And, then, and like one year we went and it was, you know how it gets like super windy? Yes. And so that was no fun with the day that it was time it was really windy. But if it's not, because then like even being in the hot tub was really unpleasant. Yeah. But if it's like a decent, even if it's a cold day, if it's still, it actually is kind of fun. You just like get in, get out. And then like you, you know, <gasps> you're, it's like the Wim Hof method only yeah. with hot tubs. Right. Yeah. I definitely won't be doing that. Do you have plans? Uh, No. Yeah. Oh, well, we have some friends in town that day, actually. Okay. But I don't have like New Year's Day plans. They just, it just happened. They just happened to be in town. I just remember if I do anything or have people over, it will be at my house. But I remember one year making the mistake of doing like New Year's brunch and every single restaurant was just packed and we couldn't get anywhere. I think we went to three places and uh, 
definitely won't be doing that again. Anyway, um, can I just, I, I just, I don't want to like end on a bad note, but I want to just share a book I've been reading recently and give some love to people who might be going through a hard time over the holidays. Cause I do know that if you've lost someone or, I mean, anything that's been really tough over the holidays, uh, I know this time of year we can kind of joke and be joyful and happy and, you know, spending time with their family, but it's not like that for everyone. So I just want to share a book I've been reading. And it's actually the second time I read it. It was just something that, I don't know, every once in a while, I'd need to kind of like read a book that's, I don't want to say depressing, but every once in a while, it just like helps me process through my emotions. And so it's a book by Stephanie Whittles called Everything is Horrible and Wonderful. And it's, um, a book by Harris Whittles. So Harris Whittles is one of the executive producers. He was on Parks and Rec. He was one of the writers and he died of a heroin overdose in 2015. And so his sister, Stephanie Whittles, wrote this book, um, kind of just like a memoir. Um, Everything is Horrible and Wonderful. Is that what I said? Everything is Horrible and Wonderful by Stephanie Whittles Walks. So it is just so beautifully written and she reads it. If you do the audio version, I just find it really healing if you're going through a hard time or I just imagine if you've lost someone close to you and this time of year is particularly hard. Um, It doesn't necessarily have to be you lost someone to addiction, but just it kind of calls out that if you have someone significant in your life uh, that you don't have with you anymore. It's, it's just a beautiful book. Like it's funny, but it's sad and it's tragic and it just really describes grief very well. And so not to be a downer, but I think in real life, like this happens and this is very real for people. So I just wanted to kind of give that as a resource if you wanted something that I feel like will make you feel less alone and that is relatable. And Stephanie's just a great writer. And it makes me really sad too, because Harris was such a freaking massive talent and he died at such a young age. So there's my like little book club. I don't even know if I did that in a newsletter. I I may have put that in a newsletter at some point last year because I really like this book, but this is my second time around reading it. So I just wanted to put a little plug in for that book. Any other announcements that we need before we wrap up for 2018? (laughs) No. I do want to say if we do this party, like the way it's that we want to do it, I would love to encourage people to wear sequins, glitter, feathers, or anything like really exciting. Yeah. And I'm going to need to find some sort of maternity glitter outfit. Great. I think maybe just like a boa. Yeah. That'll be the Just don't bring glitter because they will charge us for cleanup. (laughs) Oh. Good call on that. Like, don't bring glitter. Do not bring Just glitter or balloons because we'll be responsible for fishing them out of the ceiling if they go up in the ceiling. I read that in the contract. <laughs> Perfect. Good to know. Good, good tip. But cupcakes you can bring. So, Tilly, if you're listening. <laughs> oh, I already, I already messaged on it. Awesome. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right, guys. Happy 2018. Happy 2018 and, and 2019. As- as a reminder, we will not be releasing an episode on New Year's Day, which is Tuesday. The next time you'll hear from us will be next Thursday. Yeah. And then hopefully we are we have the best of intentions on getting back to the two-a-week schedule. Schedule, yeah. Starting uh, the 8th, 7th, mm-hmm. 8th. And we'll just maintain that for as long as we can. <laughs> no promises. Um, we hope you guys are having had a really great Christmas. If you celebrate yeah. Christmas, we hope you guys are having a good little break from work and have um, a safe and happy new year. Enjoy yeah. and thank you for sticking with us every year. We love you so much. Love you so much. Love you All so right, much. Guys.